welcome to the Building Newfoundland and Labrador podcast, dedicated to exploring the interesting journeys of the people in the provincial construction industry. Presented by the Newfoundland and Labrador Construction Association, produced by Gale Force Winds. Join us as we chat with the inspirational individuals that ensure the continued growth of the construction industry and the province of Newfoundland and Labrador. And welcome to the Building Newfoundland and Labrador podcast. Fantastic to be here at Build Expo 2023. Day two, a lot of conversations happening, a lot of business being done on the trade show floor. Exciting place to be. I'm Alan Dale. With me as always, my good buddy Jerry Crew. Why don't you introduce yourself, sir? Uh, Neil Tucker is my name, Tucker Solutions. What does Tucker Solutions do? We do everything. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Tucker Solutions uh, became out of Tucker Electronics, which later was Tucker Window Film. So what happened with us, I guess, we started getting more jobs containing multiple disciplines. And over the past year or so, we've changed the branding to Tucker Solutions. Okay. So we want to be a part of the solution, not a problem. Right. Owner? Yes. Okay. So what was your path to this? How long have we got? we got the whole internet. <laughs> the whole interwebs. Uh, yeah, I guess I started with my father when I was pre-teens. Okay. Uh, he had a technical repair shop. He was a technician by trade. Yeah. And we had that in the basement of our house, and he worked at the university, you know, full-time. And I guess in the mid-80s or so, he took a year's leave of absence and had enough of that and said, we're all going. We all had a family meeting. My sister was involved, and they were big on uh, group conscience. So we all sat around and we said, are we going or are we not going? So we all pulled the chute and we're going. So that's what we did. So we ended up going to Virginia Park in a strip mall okay. and bought a uh, video rental store off Rick Harris, okay. which was Video Mart at the time. So right. we embraced ourselves in that and then we put a repair shop in the Rick back Rick Harris, he was in Eastern Audio. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good friend. And um, so we started that process and we had our repair shop in the back because we used to do repairs for the schools and government and you know, doing repairs for video editing machines and real high-end technical cameras and stuff is what okay. we were good at. And uh, I guess I started doing deliveries and stuff, and I had signed up for the military, which was a two-year wait. So I wanted to do electronics in the military and do that. And during the two-year wait, I was in the militia, and I, my father said, well, why don't you try selling something to the schools in the meantime? It was like a year wait. So in the first three months, I, my goal was to put my foot in every school in the province, which you can imagine was... Yeah. A lot, and That's I did. Goal, yeah. So I had a little S15 pickup and loaded it up and hit the road and hit every school in the province. With no sales experience whatsoever? Nope. Selling VCRs. And that VCR is like educational equipment like oh, we do now, like overhead projectors overhead at the time. Projectors. Back at the time, slide projectors, 16 okay, right. projectors, wow. anything they used in the classroom. Right. Alan still uses overhead projectors. Oh, I believe it. Well, well only, when, transparency. only when the slides are bad. Anybody, go ahead. I, <laughs> only when I lose my slide carousel. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, long story short, I made more in three months than I would have ever made in the military. Yeah. Really? So then I shifted gears and did accounting at uh, you know College of Northern Atlantic. Accounting? Now. Yeah. So I could run the business and did the and electronics training through the manufacturers. Yeah. And they have like an apprenticeship program. They still do, so you advance to the next level and you keep popping your way up. So I worked my way, I guess, to the Sorry top. Sorry for interrupting you, Neil, but I've been in sales for 35 years. Starting in sales and moving into accounting is not normally what happens. But anyway, that, that's That's really my mother's fault. She was the sergeant, we call her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she ran the books, so she insisted that I uh, know the accounting end of it first. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Smart on her part. Smart. Yeah. Good. So we did that, and the rest was technical history. And then 
as things move forward, I worked with my father for years. We were best friends, still are. Yeah. And uh, in 96, I bought him out, and he worked for me. And the very funny thing was, he came in the very next morning, folded his arm and said, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm like, this is not the way this works. I like to have yeah. a transitional phase. Yeah. That was a joke. So uh, I guess as things move forward, then he retired. And then my son, Matt, who's now a big part of the business, uh, he was going around with me as a teenager. You know, setting up the boardrooms for Ford is... The story's starting to repeat itself. Right? Yeah, I know. It's like the Groundhog Day, right? Yeah. So, uh, anyway, as he grew up to it, he's big joke. He says he was very much so bad. This is what he thinks he wants to do, right? Right. This yeah. is what happened to me. And, uh, you know, things just progressed. I mean, we're doing great now. We have over 20 employees. And, you wow. know, we deal with the NLC a lot. Yeah. So, on that note of the NLCA, tell us about the importance of that uh, association to you. It started out very small. I was very intimidated. My anxiety was very high. Mm -hmm. Really? So, yeah, because I'm a small fella and, you know, dealing with these big contractor guys, and they're so abrasive. Yeah. You know, they just flatten you when you go in, right? You know, that's not the best price. And change order this, change order that. So, I guess I had a fella, Phil Short, who was a big mentor of mine in the beginning, and uh, he kind of took me through the, I guess, the specialties part of it, and then we became more and more members. I was kind of a member with him first as a, like, a little sub, and right. then we went on our own after that. And now, um, you know, we find the general contractors we work with a lot and relationships are important. I know it sounds cliche, but, yeah. you know, we're all friends now, and, uh, you know, I'm a bit sarcastic. I say my tongue can cut stainless steel. <laughs> Matt's the same, so I've approached that level now where right. I can talk to those guys and have a laugh, and Matt's kind of progressed to the point now where he can do that, right? So well, You say they're abrasive, but they just want the job done and done Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Right? That's Absolutely. what they're after. Absolutely. And, you know, because I was a young guy, and now that I look at it, in all fairness, they were doing me a favor. Like, they were looking out for me more than right. me. Right, yeah, yeah. And they give me a real hard time, but they kind of haul you in, you know, make sure you do this and yeah. do that. That kind of thing, right? so. so you started off, you came into the association with somebody else, you describe it as a small role, mm -hmm. and here you sit as a platinum sponsor for this expo. Correct, yeah. No, and uh, we find this, you know, this is the first expo since COVID, really, and the first big one, and we found this really good so far. Yeah. Making some good connections here, yeah, and rekindling. Reconnecting with old ones. To be honest with you, there's a lot of people I haven't seen that are kind of in the role I'm in now, more of a management role that I haven't seen, and they walk in and, you know, we just tell old stories. It's all a part of the yeah. relationship. I tell you, so in interest of full disclosure, we've actually bought some of your equipment. Oh, good So uh, we were at a show uh, with the NLCA uh, at a booth, and we were having some sound issues, and your son sold us on a product that fixed our problem just Ooh. like that. Yeah, so he's, he's very talented. Very talented very. young man. The big problem with our business is the big joke is it's got to work. So there's lots of companies doing what we do, but at the end of the day, I mean, you just did the big job for Verifin. It was huge. They're running 2,000 persons who meet. I mean, you know, when they push the button, it works. Yeah. So I know that sounds cliche, but a lot of times that's not the case. Right. But it's funny, you know, like I've been around this audiovisual business for 35 years. It's funny when you stand in front of a group of people physically and the machine doesn't work, and that's happened to me. Mm -hmm. I would go in an hour in preparation, but I tell you some audio can be really challenging. So the knowledge that you and Matt have about all that stuff, it's nice to have someone there who can actually know this is what you need to do. Yeah. So that service side of things I think is really important. And just talk, talk a little bit about that. Um, I guess in the training part of it is where it started. So our manufacturers in our industry is kind of its own little industry. But the way they train you, they fly you to the factories, you do in-class training, and then they put you in a room with the equipment. 
and you had to do it and make it work. So there's none of this, you know, all on paper. And then with the experience, we have a lot of manufacturers arrive on site with us when required and things like that. So I guess for us, we've got the training that's involved to do it and then the experience as well. And these electronics things are so finicky. Uh, I guess our technical term is a systems integrator. So we have to take 60 brands or 50 brands of stuff in a room and put it together and make it all work. And that's where the challenge is. Fascinating, Neil. I'm going to tell you a quick story. So when yeah. I decided to go out on my own with Al here on this business, I sat the family around. So I, it's very emotional when that happens. Very. You know what my youngest said to me? Dad, you're going out on your own. Are, are we going to have any Christmas gifts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was there any... Tell us, I, I, I'm, what was it like that day when you all decided to go out on your own? It was very difficult. My sister was involved. She was planning on doing drama and theater, which she did after the fact, but she was heavily involved. And uh, she ended up in electronics, I guess software as well. She's now a big uh, software person for an insurance company for all the eastern U.S. working out of Toronto, you know, so that's still pretty prevalent. But that day, yeah, that was like a big lightning moment, but then reality struck. You know, we were very poor. I mean, we invested everything. We had a small hobby farm at the time as well, and this, and we sold everything. Just sold it all, put all the money into that, and uh, we just went all in. We were working, you know, with a video store, you had to work till it closes, you know, 11 o'clock every night. Every night, every day, wow. for years and years, you know. We still work hard, but uh, it was certainly a big event, and my mother was really the leading force on it, you know. Like, she's on uh, social media now messaging me with the pictures, and, you know, did you see such and such, did you see such and Is such? Right? She's 80-odd, you know? yeah. 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 Wow. We so get her on board for oh, us. Yeah, it's unbelievable, media. yeah, unbelievable. That's a great story and a great explanation of the importance of the NLCA and also a great story of a company that started uh, small and grew to, as I say, a platinum sponsor here today. Thanks very much for what You're you welcome. do. I mean, you've made quite an impact on uh, our province and our uh, community here and uh, keep grateful. up the great work. I'm very grateful. That's the only word I can use. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the Building Newfoundland and Labrador podcast, presented by the Newfoundland and Labrador Construction Association, produced by Gale Force Winds.